Please be advised, this episode contains material that may be sensitive to our listeners. If you feel you are in a crisis or know someone in a crisis, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It is a free 24-hour hotline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. Your call will be connected to the crisis center nearest to you. If you are in an emergency, call 911 or go to your nearest emergency room. This is Jade. This is Carly. And this is Mommy's Tell All. Hello, Jade. Hi, Carly. Sometimes when I see you, my voice goes really high because I'm like, hi, Jade. Like, you're still alive. You're still over here. The sleepless nights haven't killed you yet. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. Last night was a rough one, though. I'm, I'm definitely in the newborn fog. Just like. Oh, gosh. The cloud. Yes. Like earlier, I was like, Tanner, I'm, I think I'm dizzy, but I can't tell. <laughs> because I was like, my brain is like, I think it just stopped working. But. I know. I, that it's, those first couple months are like, they're so hard. But then you get through it and you're like, oh, wow, I can, I can see again. Yeah, then that's true. I can actually function. But it's, again. it's, it's, again, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I may just be on permanent mom brain forever now, but, um, it is so hard, but it's just like so worth it too, because even though when I'm like, oh my God, all I want to do is just sleep six hours straight right now, please. I would just make my life. But then I get to snuggle him and he makes like the cutest little sounds and I'm like, oh my God, but I love you so much. And the then snuggles are so great. They're so great. And then today I was. He had finally like taken a nap because he wasn't, he didn't sleep last night. He wasn't napping today. And he finally took a nap and I was laying on the couch with my eyes closed and Emmy was running around and she ran up to me and she's, she's becoming so sensitive and so aware of feelings. And she must've just sensed that I was having a hard day and she runs up and she's never kissed me on the cheek before. And she kissed me on the cheek on the couch. Stop. And she goes, you okay? And I'm like, stop. I'm like, oh my, I know it was the cutest thing. So like, that is so sweet. It was, it was the best. So I'm, I'm like, even though like it's really hard right now and there are some struggles, it's stuff like that where you're just like, it makes everything worth it. Totally. I mean, kisses are like the best. There's this morning when I got Bella out of bed, right when I was like getting her out, she just leaned up with her lips pursed to give me a kiss. And I was like. There, yeah, there's nothing better than those moments. And I'm not as tired as you right now, but <laughs> I was tired last night. And that moment for me this morning, I was like, oh, yeah, it's OK. Especially when they initiate it, you know, like you can be yes. like, you could be like, all right, uh, good night. I love you. Give me a kiss. And they'll kiss right. you because you're asking for it. But when they initiate right. it, oh, my God. Oh, it's and like, a kiss on the cheek and asking you OK is okay? so like, gosh, like that's a little human she is so and they're having thoughts and feelings and they're worried about you like it i'm not a baby anymore i'm two by the way she's two she's two two going on 22 because her emotional intelligence is (laughs) through the roof i guess (laughs) oh my gosh she okay the piano yeah is the like seriously the cutest gift i've ever seen that picture of her playing the piano i would i was just like oh my gosh i can't even handle how cute that is which it is obnoxious i'm not gonna lie (laughs) 
Um, but it is so cute. With the baby trying to sleep, is it a little difficult? Actually, he doesn't mind it, which I don't know how. Oh, but, wow. Um, it's that gift was from Tanner's dad. And really? Yeah. He was, which I thought was like, I'm like, wow, that's a pretty like thoughtful gift. That's for, a like, great a, gift. A grandpa to think about. Yes. But it's really fun. And I, I like hope it like gets her excited about playing an instrument someday. Cause I think that obviously it's fine if she doesn't, but I hope she wants to like learn some kind of musical because I feel like she has musicality so I hope like it'll encourage her to like like yeah instruments well at least give her an option to like have it in her life to be like hey this is music do you like this yeah you know because some people never even try Bella just runs around on everything and uses it as a drum (laughs) she's drumming on everything constantly yeah but that's good though like that kids learn so much through just like random play um the the bitty doll that you and bella bought emmy yes um she loves it but it's so funny too because the box that it came in she uses it as 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 the bed so she was like oh the baby's (gasps) bed so So she'll put the baby in the bed and i'm like i don't even have to buy a doll bed like the cardboard box is the bed (laughs) you know like at that little kids just like come up with stuff they're so smart they're so much smarter than we give them credit for they really really are yeah so what did you do for her actual birthday or did you had like kind of two celebrations right one when your mom was there one with my mom which was like super low-key we just bought her a little cake and sang her happy birthday and stuff but um tanner's dad was in town and his sister kara who lives in new york new york city Mm -hmm. and um his mom lives here and so we all just like kind of had like a fun day with emmy and just hung out and then when she went down for her nap we decorated the house and put up a bunch of balloons and put all the presents in the middle of the living room and like decorated balloons all over it and when I brought her down from her nap, we were like hoping for like this huge reaction, but she was just really like, wha- <laughs> like she was like, why is all this in the living room? Like, She's like, this, this is a mess. She was like, this is strange. And why are you all just staring at me? <laughs> you know, like she was just oh like, oh my gosh, I can picture that look on her face. Yeah. So we were like, well, that's not the excitement that we were hoping for. <laughs> but then she like warmed up to it that it was some, I guess she maybe felt like it was just like, out of place so maybe it wasn't safe she was just really i confused. totally get that That's and then when so she realized though. that it was just for fun then she she had a blast and that was so cute like how she was running around with all the balloons and just like grabbing them and everything but oh yeah like, kicking them <laughs> and stuff that's so cute the, and those balloons are like pretty balloons i, I just got them off amazon i don't know i googled balloon arch or something i don't know i just bought a bunch of balloons yeah, and it looked really good I can't believe she's two. It like really freaks me out. It's just like, unbelievable. How is time going so fast? I don't know. What? It needs to stop. It's so weird. <laughs> it really is kind of starting to freak me out a little bit. How fast time is going. Um, but uh, alas, it is. It just doesn't stop. <laughs> Wait. You know what's even crazier if you think about it? Because... We were on The Bachelor next month, five years ago. I can't, Jade. I can't think about her. My mind explodes. What? That's so weird. This is a good transition to what who we have on, by the way, too. Because we have our Bachelor alumni, our fellow contestants. Yes, from five years ago. Five years ago. (laughs) 
Julia Kenny. Who I was in the limbo with. You weren't? Yeah, I apparently, I don't remember this, but she has a better memory than me. I was also very focused on my song, but I guess I stepped out before her. Okay. And she was like, this is so unfair. And I was like, uh, no, I just made a fool of myself and you looked normal. But yeah, <laughs> isn't that so funny? But yeah, Julia Kinney is on with us today. Who's the best? And I'm, who, who is the best? She's just the best. She's such a good freaking human. There's not a lot of people that I feel like I... I feel like they're just gen- like genuinely a good human and she's all around just a good human. Agreed. And a good mama. And a good mom. And she yeah. is here with us to talk about some really like light stuff, but some also some really deep stuff. Julia's gone. I mean, she's gone through hell and back in her life and she's so strong and she's thriving and she's opening up uh, more than she ever has with us about um her her life in the past gosh how many years six seven six years i'm so bad at math right now five ireland was okay let's do math one and a half six and a half years is that right i don't know something don't quote me (laughs) we'll say six years (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. okay well then i guess when we get back from this short break we'll have julian to talk to us We're bringing you a new segment this week thanks to our friends Skira Style. Everyone has a dirty little secret, and so do we. So my dirty little secret is Tanner left for a couple days to go back to Kansas City for a fantasy football draft with his friends, and one of our house rules is that the dogs are not allowed in the bed. And before I lived with Tanner, my dog Pippa would sleep with me every night. And so while Tanner's gone, guess who's getting some extra love and snuggles this week? My dog. (laughs) But Tanner doesn't have to know. Even the cleanest kitchen has a dirty little secret. That disgusting, soggy sponge sitting in the sink. It's gross. It smells. And according to research, the average kitchen sponge can be 200,000 times dirtier than a toilet seat. That is disgusting. So that's why two moms decided to invent Skira. They wanted to address the hate affair people have with their kitchen sponge and start a sponge revolution. Skira style sponges are made of a patented polyurethane foam and are antimicrobial so they don't smell. They harbor 99.9% less E. coli than cellulose sponges, and they dry fast and keep their shape. Plus, most people keep their sponge way too long, which means germs are compounding by the minute. Their fade-to-change technology tells you when it's time to replace them so you don't even have to think about it. Skira sponges rinse clean and dry fast. They even pass a cheesy omelet test. No more yesterday's meals sitting in the sponge the next day. And they're pretty. Four colors with a gray foam sponge. Skira's easy subscription plan means you get sponges delivered right to your door. Go to skirastyle.com right now. Enter Mommies in the promo box and get your first month free. Just pay shipping and you can cancel at any time. That's skirastyle.com. S k-u-r-a style.com and try the sponge seen on the today show that was called life-changing that's skira style s-k-u-r-a style.com promo code mommies you guys 
The 2019 FabFitFun box is on sale now. This is one of my favorite boxes they've ever sent you guys. I got the cutest cheese board, this amazing scarf. I got sugar scrub cubes that you just sit in the bath. They smell like lime heaven. And you scrub your skin. And you guys, these products are amazing full-size products and every box is worth over $200 easily. Sometimes the product is even worth more than the box actually costs, you guys. It's insane. These boxes sell out so fast, so you've got to sign up for yours today. When you get your box in the mail, it literally feels like your birthday, Christmas, Mother's Day. I mean, all of these holidays that make me so happy when I get presents, that's exactly how I feel when FabFitFun shows up at my door. And FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products, and it retails for $49.99. But it always has a value for over $200. Use coupon code MOMMIES for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. That's www.fabfitfun.com. Again, that's coupon code MOMMIES. Okay, guys, today we have my almost sister-in-law, which I, when, when are you going to get married? It's a great question, Carly. I feel like you said that last time I was on it and I didn't know and so I feel really bad. I feel like that's like the story of my life. I'm like, wait five minutes and I'll tell you a whole novel. We have Julia Kinney here as our guest host and uh, Jade and I are really excited to talk to her because I feel like so much has changed in your life since we last talked I know, to you. know, it's bad. Like you, and this is really sad, I'm happy for you and sad, but you now live, what, an Closer hour from Jade? <laughs> yes, we are California people God. all around. Well, we've transformed Aaron, let's be honest. Aaron's not exactly the most California guy. He doesn't like sand. He will look at the water and then... If I want him, like we took family pictures and we did it on the beach. So he allowed that to happen. We talked about getting married on the beach. He's semi okay with that. (laughs) He doesn't like direct sunlight, but he started wearing a vampire semi not black shirt. That's amazing. We're getting somewhere. For those of you who don't know, um, Julia is engaged to my brother-in-law and they met at our wedding, which if you don't know that, I think it's weird anyway, because that's like if it's a huge part of our life. But if you don't and you're catching <laughs> up, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> I feel like you've been on here two or three times, though. So I yes. feel like people definitely have to know that if they've been listening, if they've been a long time listener. If they've been a long time listener. But I feel like we have, I mean, Jade, since your birth story, we have new listeners. They have come. That's true. Hi, new listeners. Hi, new listeners. <laughs> Welcome to our crazy lives. Welcome to our weirdness. Yes. And Julia is also <laughs> weird, and she just moved to California from Nashville. Yes. Just a couple months ago. Yeah, just Three a couple months, months ago. ago. But she's sitting yeah. right now on, like, this balcony with this unbelievable view of the ocean and the sunset, and I'm sad because I want to be sitting on that balcony, too. <laughs> you guys, I don't even know what day of the week or what... But what the calendar day is anymore. The weeks fly by. It's so hard to keep track. Like Ireland starts school next week. First grade. Oh, oh my, my God. Gosh. First grade. Yes. Like I can't even. It just flies by. Like I have a picture of her 
that I can pull up very quickly on my phone where she had her first day of preschool. And I'll never forget it. She's standing in front of our teal door, striking a pose like she always does. And I'm like, preschool, oh my God. And then I had like the last year of preschool and I was like, oh my gosh, kindergarten. And that flew by and here we are, first grade. I know they say time flies and all of that, but it's just so true. And it's like crazy because when I met you guys, she was a year and a half. And now here we are. She's going to freaking first grade. She lost her two front teeth. Oh, like, oh my gosh, who that's is so this cute. Big child. And she's so tall. She's very tall. That's awesome. Very tall, I'm which so I jealous. don't know where that came from. But she oh. was a giant baby. How much, yeah, did, she how much did she weigh? She was 813. I feel like that's not yeah. giant. Yeah. What? Is that giant? It's, it's huge. Like, I mean, Annie was six eight and then brooks was seven nine and i noticed such a difference really? so add, an, add another like pound and a couple ounces when ireland came out i thought a baby. toddler was coming at my face oh, like gosh. i was legit scared i was like oh, she's huge like oh my god i imagine <laughs> this tiny little baby and she was so big can you imagine the women who have like 10 pound babies because they're no. out there no, I can't, and I'm scared. I really, you guys, I like you can see my face is puffing up because now I can finally eat, and I'm hungry all the time, and I'm scared. I'm scared I'm gonna have a giant ten pound baby. Like, how big has Evan's babies been? I think they've all been small. I think that's why he wants like a regular size baby. Aaron's was too. Yeah. Really? Except for maybe, well, maybe Roman. I can't remember how big he was. But, I mean, I don't think they're huge babies, which is a good thing. Well, Carly, the second one's supposed to be easier. So Hmm. maybe even if this baby's a little bit bigger, your vagina's a pro now. Maybe, yeah. You guys, I was trying to do, like, Kegels last night, and I realized my pelvic floor is having – it's not as strong – it's just not. Oh, that's all I did was pee myself when I was pregnant. God, I mean, I just can't believe that when you sneeze, pee comes out. I just can't. You know what happens when you go to an exercise class with your single girlfriends that haven't had babies oh, and it's God. a trampoline exercise class? Stop. And then you're like, I gotta go to the bathroom. I legit can't do this class because I'm peeing myself. Women don't do that. Don't go to an exercise class at trampoline place if you've had a baby. You're wearing leggings, so can you wear Depends? Because, you guys, I'm not above that. Um, yeah, I'll do it. Can you wear Depends with leggings? I mean, I don't think that would look good. You could do a pad. Because it's not like your that's whole true. bladder. It's just like a little bit. No, that's true. But, like, I was okay. even sitting on the couch the other day, and I sneezed, and so much came out. I was like, wow. Just wow. <laughs> really. I had a cold when I was pregnant, you guys, and I wore Depends. I, like, did, did not you? care. Because... Because it was so embarrassing because the only way I could keep myself from not peeing is every time I would have to sneeze, I would have to like grab my crotch, <laughs> like, yeah. like kind of like hold my pelvic floor. And so it's like, I'm not going to do that in public. People are going to think I'm a weirdo. So I just put on some, like they actually have ones that are like sleeker design depends. So it's not your granny panties. Yeah. Depends. There's, there's still some sleeker design to it so but yeah i was like i have to wear these there's no other choice especially you're chasing a toddler p talk (laughs) yeah so julia how are you liking california i like i mean you lived there before and you loved it like is it the best yeah i mean i lived here for 10 years and i think that like of course i love nashville and it was a hard decision to move back of course but it's just like such a good lifestyle where you know like last night 
Ireland and I had, or we all had dinner. And then Ireland was like, mom, I want to go down to the beach. I'm like, okay. So we walked down to the beach and she played in the water for like 30 minutes. And then we came back and she took a bath and went to bed. Like it's amazing. Good lifestyle, you know, Sounds like, just real like nice. fun for a kid. Yeah. And so I just, we love it here. And some people, you know, it's not for them. It's sunny year round. And some people think that's lame. You know, they like the winters and the fall and all that. Yeah. And I do too, but this is just my, this is my jam. Well, and you're like so active there. Like you walk everywhere. And I have stairs in my complex. So I just so run up and stairs. down the stairs all day. So I'm exhausted. I'm like, <gasps> just thinking about them. Yeah. There's like three flights of stairs just so everybody knows. And that's but just then there's like stairs like four or five. Yeah, getting the to, to those get to the stairs. stairs. Yes, there's, there's so many. Yeah, there's a lot oh, of stairs. Gosh, it's too many. But yeah, I love it. I'm very happy. So you guys know that we like to keep it real here on Mommy's Tell All, and one of the things that people don't talk enough about is the struggles of breastfeeding. And I feel like every woman struggles who struggles with it, their journey is a little bit different. But I know a lot of women out there can struggle with their supply. I've personally sometimes had an oversupply and that can be difficult as well. But when you have a low supply, it's so hard because you don't know how much milk your baby is receiving. And I know as moms, we always worry about our baby's weight gain and if they're getting enough enough nourishment and if their bellies are full so they can sleep longer. So that's why Upspring has amazing milk flow lactation cookies that Carly and I received and we tried them and they're amazing. And one of the reasons why I love them is that they're a natural way of boosting your breast milk supply because they contain what's called galactagogues, which are breast milk boosters. Two of those galactagogues happen to be fenugreek and blessed thistle, which are in these cookies that are the two most clinically proven herbs to help increase milk supply. For years, moms have been going to great lengths to boost their breast milk supply, but now there is a delicious and effective alternative. Milk flow lactation cookies are lactation consultant recommended and come in two awesome flavors, oatmeal raisin and double chocolate chip. I have them both. They're so good. Milk Flow is made by Upspring, a mom-founded and mom-run company that makes natural health and wellness products for moms and babies. You can find them at Target in the breastfeeding baby aisle. You guys can also get 25% off by using Upspring25 at UpspringBaby.com. That's 25% off any Upspring purchase, plus free shipping. That's UpspringBaby.com, promo code UPSPRING25 for 25% off. Breastfeeding is hard, you guys. You deserve a cookie. You guys, prenatal multivitamins are so, so important. I take one every single night, and I just feel so much better about what I'm doing for my body and for my growing baby's body. And moms love that perfect prenatal multivitamin from New Chapters fermented, so it's better absorbed by the body. It's fermented with beneficial probiotics and whole foods to make it easily digestible and so gentle you can take it anywhere even on an empty stomach it's a hundred percent vegetarian certified gluten-free non-gmo project verified and it has no added sugar or sweeteners unlike prenatal gummies you can find new chapter at the vitamin shop whole foods or your local health food store these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration this product is not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease reasons why Carly and I love doing this podcast is because I think it's such a great space 
for people to be honest and like real about their lives and like connect with other women. And I feel like that's kind of like why we started this podcast. And I was just wondering if you would be open in any way and you totally don't have to. Just talking about Dustin and being like a mom and like what you went through because Ireland was so young. And I just think your story just is so inspiring to me and you are just like rock life and you've just really like been such a role model to Ireland and you've just been like such a role model to me and I just feel like there's so many women who could relate to you if you wanted to share any of that yeah so Dustin just so everybody knows is Ireland's biological father and we were married and unfortunately when Ireland was seven weeks old he chose to take his life And that was obviously extremely difficult. It still is to this day because it's so tragic. And, you know, Ireland, it's not just like that he passed away and then, you know, I moved on and it was still hard for me. This is something that my child will forever live with and asks about. And it's a, it's a constant, um, changing and hard, very difficult thing for me because I don't, ever have the right things to say to her and I never know when she's going to bring it up and I would never lie so I try to tread very lightly on what I say as her mom and like what she can understand and what she can process and what she can't so I think that this journey has been just um it was really really hard for me at first for you know a year or two or however long and then now it's been a journey of being difficult because we're still processing, you know, with Ireland and like, what does she think? And, you know, Aaron is the best role model ever and has asked her to be her daddy, which every time I think about, I could cry every day being thankful for this wonderful man in our life. But, um, you know, Ireland will always have this little missing piece and want to know more. And so I'm kind of like blabbering on, but, um, yeah, it, it was hard then. It's hard now. It doesn't go away. I What I want is for people to learn from my story and for people to not only learn about suicide and the repercussions of suicide and the effects of suicide and the beauty and joy of human life and the ripple effect, but also like just learn more about mental health and how to overcome pain and see joy and choose happiness and be a good strong role model for your child I love that about you you're so strong I just feel like I don't know you're so strong can I ask for people who I mean there's women going through this right now you know what when was like the first time Ireland asked about her dad do you remember that oh I will never forget I you know, since it was, she was seven weeks old when this happened. So she, in her mind, what's a dad, right? She only knows what I teach her. So not that I wouldn't teach her about a father or anything like that, but it's just that, you know, I didn't say anything and how would she know? Mm -hmm. And so I just, I guess in my mind, I anticipated questions coming up much later in life. And I don't know what that meant in my mind, I don't know if I was thinking five, six, seven, but all I'm afraid it was when she was two. Oh, wow. And she said, because we would have play dates, you know, and she saw that mm-hmm. what a dad was. 
And my brother was a great role model in her life. He was a really good uncle to her, but she understood that there was a different kind of male figure. And she said, like, where's my daddy? And I just will never forget that I, like, struck me so hard. And I, like, thought really quickly, like, okay, don't react. You have to come up with something really fast and good to say. I just sat her down and I was just like, hey, baby, you know, you do have a daddy and he loves you. But he's just in a different place now. And but he's still with you and he loves you. And, you know, she was too little to ask me questions about it. But mm-hmm. she just kind of like thought about it for a second and went along and played with her toys while yeah. I ran in the bathroom and started sobbing. I'm like, ah! like how? <laughs> I didn't think I was going to have to risk, like ever talk about that so soon. But yeah, I think that if you're going through this right now, first of all, I'm just so sorry. And I think the best thing to do is just prepare yourself. So I personally try to find books that um psychologists wrote that would teach me how to talk to her Mm. about things that she could understand unfortunately this is not something that I found so it's something that I kind of want to work on as a side project but nowadays I've looked this up recently and there are more options and for stuff like that so if you're going through there there is like books you can buy on death and they can talk about how like it shows cartoons about like you know them being in a different place uh-huh. and so it kind of helps you talk to them because I mean it's such an emotional topic like obviously I never want to tell my child that her father's in heaven or wherever he is and so I think that it's an easy unemotional way to like read a book and I think that's a really good way just to be prepared on what you're gonna say Absolutely. because it's gonna come you know we don't want it to happen but it's going to and it affects our kids more than we know and you just got to you know, understand that just because maybe they didn't meet their mother or father or like uncle or whoever it is that it will affect them and they will know. How does she understand it now? Like, does she sometimes get angry or is she pretty understanding with it or? We, I've always been really open with her about it and I would talk to her. Like she eats like a ton. She's so much like her dad. It is ridiculous. (laughs) She does eat a lot. So She's like always in the pantry. (laughs) Yeah, I like her dad, like on his way to dinner, he'd be like, let's stop and get a burrito. And I'm like, we're on our way to dinner. That's like He's me like, right this now. is a burrito dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that, that was just him all the time in Ireland. So, and she likes the same food with him. She like does, she's like, gets like really like irritated with herself like he did. Like, it's just so funny. Like I'm almost like watching her do the things that I watched him do. It's so strange. Genetics are so weird. But I tell her as much as I can. So I say, your daddy was really, really sick and he fought really hard, but, you know, it just, he, he was too sick and he didn't make it is what I say. Mm -hmm. And I just, I want to be honest, but I can't, she can't comprehend the truth, the full truth. Absolutely. And so I just keep saying that over and over. She keeps asking me and I keep saying it over and over. (laughs) So that's where we're at with that because seven like you're a a mom a first-time mom married and then all of a sudden you were a widow with a seven-week-old baby like how did you get through that well I guess I would just say that I was in shock for well first of all yeah like I was in shock for a while I knew in my soul that I loved this baby more than anything and I all I wanted to do was protect her Like, I just didn't want her to feel what I was feeling. I didn't want her to 
be surrounded by sadness when she's first, you know, in this world. And so I just did my best to just smile and laugh and treat her the way I would have if this hadn't happened. So that was like something that I just focused on. I, I focused on breathing, which sounds so silly. But at that time, I would say that even eating was difficult. Mm. Breathing was difficult. Putting on clothes was difficult. Like just like anything that you could think of that's like normal every day, like you just something that you do without thinking was just difficult at that time. And so I kind of just put one foot in front of the other every day and didn't judge myself for having that hard of a time and tried to be there for my daughter. Um, And then I had to move. So I lived in California at the time and my family was in Oregon. So I immediately just went back. I put all my stuff in storage and just went on a plane with my family back to Oregon because I just wasn't in the headspace to make any kind of major decision at that time. Just stayed with my family for a couple of months and realized that Oregon was like the best place for me at that time because You have to be around people that support you and love you when you're going through something like this. You can't just be like, I'm fine. I'm going to figure it out. No, you're going to cry. You're going to have horrible days, horrible nights, and you just need people to support you. So I decided to make the decision to move to Oregon. And I don't know, you guys, like, I don't know how I survived, to be honest. At the beginning, you just think you're drowning, that you think you're never going to get past it. And every day, it seems like a 100 years. But if anybody's listening to this, and they're going through it right now, I just promise you that you just have to choose life, you have to choose happiness, and you have to choose your child, and you have to choose yourself. And just know that you're alive, you're not dead. You know, you have a purpose. And you just have to learn what that is all over again and relearn yourself and you'll find strength you didn't know you have. I promise. Julia, I love you. You're like, I mean, both of you are like those two strongest women that I know. Well, same to you, my friend. Well, that's really <laughs> nice. But um, it's the truth. Everybody, if you don't know that about Carly. Well, I, I just I think it's like, you know, you you say it gets better but like your life right now is like Ireland has a dad who like adores her like and mm-hmm. and two like brothers now two almost stepbrothers when you guys get married who mm-hmm. adore her and you have a fiance who adores you and they're all also part of my family <laughs> <laughs> So we love them. <laughs> so I also adore all of you guys. But I mean, you're right though. Like, I mean, I don't I don't know. I haven't been in that place, but like you're worth what's around the bend, you know, and mm-hmm. you're and it will get better and beauty comes, you know, just plant a seed every day and flowers grow, you know. A million percent. Yeah. I think just self talk self-love and like positive affirmations, listening to positive music, surrounding yourself by positive people that support you and love you. Just do right by yourself every day by giving yourself space to feel bad or feel mad or, you know, feel anything you want to feel and then say, okay, I'm, I'm done with that. I'm I'm focused on moving forward now. Mm -hmm. And anything that you can focus on if you want to go to school, if you want to go on The Bachelor, if you want to. It's a good idea, um, you guys. <laughs> yeah, just like if you want to start a podcast, if you want to help people, you know, there's so much to do out there and there's so much 
that you're here on this earth to do, even if you might not even realize what you're doing. Right. Like me going on The Bachelor and talking about stuff, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know this ripple effect that I was going to mm-hmm. start, but I I can't even tell you how many people I've talked to and how many people I've been able to support and love on because I made that weird, crazy decision, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing when you put your story out there and you can truly help other people and even people that are listening right now you could just share it with other people. And the more we share, the more we realize how similar we are as humans, you know, we're all hurting, Mm -hmm. we're all trying to grow, we're all trying to make it through the day. It's like, (laughs) very, we can all just be real and honest. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's obviously varying difficulties in days, but a 100%. Some days, it's like you wake up at 7am. And you're like, Okay, I can just make it to my child's bedtime tonight. I'm gonna be okay. Yeah, <laughs> and I just Amen, woke up. Sister. I know. Yeah, yeah. Days where you're crying by nine a.m. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh gosh. Like Julia was saying, like you're strong too, Carly. It's just like I think we all have our own trials and our own difficulties in life. You know, we all never really know what each other exactly going through unless so true. We we have these kind of heart to hearts, and we're lucky right. enough to have friends that we trust and can be open with and honest with but like everybody is I, it's like that saying like if you could walk a mile in someone else's shoes like we would see like what someone else is going through and everyone is hurting and everyone mm-hmm. can benefit from just like talking to somebody or reaching out for help if they need it mm-hmm. and I just think that's so powerful and I feel like that's something that people can definitely take away from this is just for you Julia like with Dustin like I don't know his situation, but like, it's like with suicide awareness, I hope people know, like, if you're feeling that, like, please, please reach out to somebody, anybody that you trust or, you know, the suicide hotlines. I mean, those are there because you are worth it. And there are things worth living for. And you don't even have any idea how much people love and adore you. And it's sad. Mm -hmm. I know that maybe you don't, but I promise you that life is not the same for anybody if you're not here. And so to this day, I wish that he hadn't made that decision. And I know so many people that just miss him dearly to this day. And of course, my daughter does on a daily basis. And I do too. So and if anybody is out there, like, that was like a young widow like me, I mean, what do you do when you're 28 years old, and you are a widow? Like, yeah, what do you do? That's a great question. We should have asked you. (laughs) <laughs> no, but my point is, is like you guys can reach out to me because there's not many of us and it's so weird and it's such a hard feeling because you don't ha- miss losing a husband is a very weird thing to lose because they're your your there are so many things to you, right? They're mm-hmm. somebody that sleeps next to you in bed. There's somebody that makes plans with you. There's somebody that like helps support your life that, you know, roots you on and makes babies with you. There, I mean, there's so many like aspects of a husband and wife that's just a different kind of relationship and so losing that person my baby's daddy you know it's just like it's such a hard thing to lose so if anybody's out there and and you're listening and you need somebody to talk to you can dm me and or email me and i'd be happy to talk to you okay let's say there's someone who this didn't just happen to recently but it's been whatever a a while is for each individual person and maybe they're thinking about you know, the thought of dating again, Mm -hmm. what would your advice be in that area? So number one, I would just say you have to heal yourself before you can 
start dating. So um, there's no there's no time stamp on what that means. Mm-hmm. So don't listen to anybody else if they say that you're doing it too soon or you're doing it too late. You truly have to listen to your heart and just, I would say, just truly soul search. Do anything that you know to. I mean, I read self-help books. I went to therapy. I went to these weird groups that I wouldn't recommend. I would just say like, listen to your own heart and there's no like right path. Like nobody knows what you're going through but you and just try not to listen to the judgments. And if those people are judging you, then push them aside because they're not and your life's helping you. And Mm -hmm. anybody that's helping you, you keep anybody that's not helping you leave. And if you want to go on a date, then go on a date. I like it. Yeah, that's so true, though. Keep the people that are that have your back. Those other people, you don't need those. Yeah. And I think that it's really hard for people when you've lost your husband to see you move on. Mm-hmm. And of course, I was super sensitive to that and, did, and didn't want them to feel, you know, hurt by that. But at the same token, I am alive and I have to move on. And that doesn't mean I'm forgetting him or not loving him any less. But it just you know, you have to, you can't live in this same space forever when that person's not there. Well, and you deserve happiness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just do what you think is right in your soul and just try to heal yourself as best you can before you get out there. That's what I would say. (laughs) I remember you, I mean, I obviously met you on a dating show, but then you like dated like after the show and you never liked anyone until you like Aaron. Mm -hmm. You were so funny I remember like talking to you after our wedding when you met him and you were like I like him like I get this feeling that I haven't had <laughs> and I was like this is so weird I was like no, I mean I'll never forget we were where we were standing I'll never forget that conversation as long as I live because you were on your honeymoon and I had had that, that date with him before you got back right and so we were both dying to talk to each other. Oh, my gosh. Well, and, you know, Evan is like, obviously has to know everything. Yes. You know, and so he's like, you got you to gotta talk to her right now. You got to talk to her. I'm like, I will talk to her. But it's my brother. I'm like, I know, but you're not getting all of the secrets. I'm only allowed all of the secrets. <laughs> but I just remember, like, I would even go out with you and I'd be like, he's so cute. You should go talk to him. And you're like, no, or, or you'd be like, okay. And you're like, I'm not interested. And I'm like, okay, Julie just doesn't like anybody. Now you're a mom. You understand. Like, yeah. You're like, give me a break. If I don't like, I don't know. It's just, you don't have time. You do. You have to get the feelies so hardcore to even invest time into it at all. Think about it. You have to get a babysitter. Ew, you want to leave so your hard. kid. Yeah. And then you're <laughs> sitting with this whatever guy unless it's something else across from you and you're like within five seconds like bye like i gotta go yeah or you're like okay i guess it's like maybe a free meal but like is this free meal even worth it this pizza tastes bad why exactly. <laughs> another glass please i don't know like i'm always like carly you know this about me jade you do too like i've always just like followed my heart in yeah. so many ways and i knew in my soul this might sound crazy to people but i knew in my soul that i was just gonna meet my husband organically and that i didn't have to try i just knew yeah you're and you were totally right another thing i was gonna ask which I could ask myself the same thing. What is stepmom life like? Did you ever picture yourself mm. as a stepmom? Like, what? How, how has walking into that role been for you? Um, I don't think anyone like 
pictures themselves as a stepmom. But I think that I was super open, obviously, to dating people with kids because I had a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, So you kind of relate better to people that have kids when you do because you're like, oh, I go to bed at 830. Is that cool? (laughs) And then the person's like, oh, yeah, me too. And you're like, sweet. And so, so like, it's just easier. Yeah. And um, so that, like, I think that we both, like, I don't know, it was just easier because we had kids. But then as far as, like, I guess becoming a stepmom, it's hard because you have to walk this, like, super fine line mm-hmm. of, like, loving on them. But then you you don't have any decision making at all. So you kind of right. have to, like, not say anything, which is really hard when you love them so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, like, you know, it's 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 a different line to walk. And I think just loving and supporting the kids as best as you can and supporting their parents as best as you can is the best way to go. I will say the boys have like, ever since you walked into their life, like have loved you and loved on you, like hold your hand, like cuddle with you on a couch well, I think too, though, there are times where like, I'll make them dinner and I'll like do all these things for them, like a motherly role does. But then there'll still be times where there's pushback as far as like, oh, I don't want to say, or I don't want to give her a hug, you know, stuff like that. And then you just have to be like, okay, it's yeah. okay. Even though we're like, please give me a hug. But like, in reality, it's like, okay, like, don't push them, like, let them like, because they have feelings, I'm sure. And I would never want them to feel like they have to like feel one way or another. I just Mm -hmm. want to support them. But yeah, they're the best boys to love. How old are Aaron's boys? So Max is six and Roman is four. So Ireland and Max are only a month and a half apart. It's so crazy. Wow. Yeah. Well, Julia, do you have anything else to add that you would like to talk about? What's going on with you right now? I work a lot. I've always done insurance for anybody who doesn't know that about me. Um, so I work full time. I own going to first grade. Um, yes, we need to plan our wedding. And I promise, like, this is happening. And I'm going to plan it. And I actually, we're going to get married in Mexico. So we know that. See, that's a, in everybody's it's a big thing to know that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's where we met, you know, so it feels just right to go back there. Totally. We don't know exactly where in Mexico yet, but we know that's going to happen. And we just want a simple wedding where we can have fun with our family and friends and like just do the thing what we want to do that sounds so, amazing i just have to plan it like okay i gotta call a wedding planner i'm gonna do this and aaron says we can't have babies till we get married so I don't it's, i'm very motivated oh tiktok no because yeah so i mean you guys were getting married like next week no, that sounds great. <laughs> um i'll be there also i was pregnant at my wedding so whatever yeah hello it's like the new thing it's the new thing it's a cool thing to yeah. do not really but you guys be safe no but also <laughs> there are circumstances <laughs> where it's okay <laughs> well i mean we live together we have a family yes, together like y'all so it's totally fine it is totally yes. fine but i hear what you're saying <laughs> safe sex is also good <laughs> <laughs> It works however it works nowadays. People it does. Make it, you know, it totally does. Not a big families, deal. Right? Yeah. I don't think it's a big deal anymore. I don't either. I don't yeah. either. I don't either. I wouldn't be a, a yeah. Well, I would be fine with that. Thank you for coming on and talking to us and and being open about everything. You're just. Yeah. Thanks I just for love you. Me. I just, I've always loved you, but I just 
I don't, I'm, I mean, you're going to be my sister. So I love you. I love I you like how, a sister. What is life? I don't even understand. <laughs> I love you like a friend. I love you like a sister. Oh, wait, you are. <laughs> can, <laughs> I, can I be adopted? Yes. Can I be in the sister? Yes. yes. You, yes, of course. We're Always. like the sisterhood of the traveling pants, but right now my pants wouldn't fit y'all. <laughs> I've never seen that. Isn't that a show? Oh or my a gosh, book? it's such a good movie. You should watch it. Oh, it's a movie. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. You should. It's awesome. so cute. I mean, Aaron, Aaron actually might like it. The Bass Boys like stuff like that. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he does. He likes things that you wouldn't think he would like. And yeah. he's super like tall, with, like he's low voice, but then you know, he's but, got his cute sense. But then he's side. like, I've seen Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants too as well. He <laughs> <laughs> probably has. No, it's also a good one. You come home, he's watching it by himself. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, babe. Um You're supposed to wait for I'm me to sure watch part this. two. Uh okay. no, but seriously, like anybody that's like going through anything right now, I just I promise you that it's going to get better and that all you have to do is breathe through it and just know in your soul that it will get better. And anything that you're feeling right now is truly temporary. And I just promise you it's going to get better. And where can people um, find you to reach out to you or just look at you or see your life? <laughs> um, well, you. I guess the only thing I post on is Instagram, so you could see me on Instagram, Julia Kinney. Pretty easy to find if you know how to spell Julia, which is J U E L I A. That was really hard for me to figure out for a while. For a while, there. it's hard for everyone. It's hard for yeah. My parents. I don't know why they threw that E in there, but it's there. I like it's it. It's right there. It's different. Yeah. Thanks. Adds a little extra. Yeah. Little extra something. Fancy. I love you. Thanks for talking to us. Love you guys. I love you. Thanks for having me. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. If you feel you are in a crisis or know someone in a crisis, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It is a free 24-hour hotline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. 8255. Your call will be connected to the crisis center nearest to you. If you are in an emergency, call 911 or go to your nearest emergency room. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.